Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> we got a special backcountry BSing. We got a high tech BSing today. High tech BSing. We've got pretty pretty famous YouTuber today. Very famous. We've got Devin from Backcountry Exposure. Yes. Um, Devin, thank you so much for yeah. calling in. Yeah. And willing to Glad deal to with the uh, the time zone change. The time zone change and the uh, the audio visual thing we're doing here but i like being able to see you yeah that's way better than just a phone call yeah and you got that you got the nice backdrop behind you yeah i know look at this like what is that oh nice capitol reef national park oh and you've got the professional like i don't know what those are called in front of the microphone that oh the uh the pop filter yeah pop filter yeah yeah yeah. um so (laughs) thank you very much for coming um this is a pretty cool one for us and i i told myself I would go as long as possible before bringing up hot tents. So we made it a two, two, <laughs> I was two just minutes. About to say, like, are we just gonna have a discussion <laughs> no, about hot tents no, today? No, <laughs> can you, no, no, no. Yeah, can you actual, walk us through? There's actual stuff what, I want to talk to well, you about before we get. What there. do we need because, to buy? Because when we get to hot tents, it's over. <laughs> no, I, I want to actually. I want to open this up. You are um, one of the few people, at least we've talked to, where at least I think you have like a career in the outdoors, right? Yeah, I guess you could say that. Um, can you talk to us a little about that? Yeah, so, I mean, primarily, I work in the climbing industry. Okay. So, I manage an indoor climbing gym. Oh, wow. here kind of local. Um, and we, I mean, we're a pretty big operation. We've got six facilities. Oh, wow. Jeez. In Utah, Seattle, and Houston. So... I manage uh, one of the six locations. So you're ripped. So you're jacked. How, um, no, I so won't take my shirt off. To did you, uh, <laughs> you could, and every, everybody would see it. Um, so did you, did you like, did you get into climbing first? Well, no, not really. I mean, climbing was like probably one of the first outdoor activities that I chose to do for myself as opposed to going out with, on like family camping trips yeah. or, out with friends and that kind of thing and i started climbing 99 20 years ago so So, wow did your yeah did you get in did you know that you wanted to be in this industry or did it just kind of naturally end up that way i mean it just kind of ended up that way so initially well so i started climbing and then i went and did like a two year mission thing for my church. Okay. And then I came back and was like, well, I guess I should go to college. And I started, I'd always been really interested in photography. So I thought that like photography was going to be like my path for a long time. And I did two years of college as a photography degree. Oh, okay. And I then I was like, nah, I don't really want to work for myself. <laughs> I just like freelance through, through my life. So I had a friend that was in an outdoor recreation management program at the same university. And she was like, you love the outdoors. You should just do this program because you're going to end up in the outdoors anyway. And I'm like, okay. So switch majors. And then too many years later, finally graduated outdoor recreation management. So that's kind of been like, this is what I'm doing. And college really did that. But I've always been i mean i've been family camping trips 
or family vacations were camping trips. Yeah. Well, so. we, I mean, you can definitely, definitely see like your photography experience and, and the quality in your videos. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, and I think it's, <laughs> it's, it's so cool as, as someone who's like professional life couldn't be further from the outdoors. Um, it's cool that you found a way to do that, especially through college. Like, yeah. I mean, in Ohio, there aren't many colleges that have outdoor programs like that. <laughs> like we, uh, we went to, um, we went to Isle Royal a couple years ago. We, um, we, we stayed up in upper Michigan for a night before we went over there and there was a university called like Michigan tech, like in the UP of Michigan. And like everybody okay. out there was going there for like either like hunting related things or outdoor recreating things Just or like management like, or man. land management. And it was like, I was like, I, I don't know why I never, and I actually, I applied and was accepted to the University of Colorado at Boulder, and I didn't go. Um, but I was like, man, that would have been interesting had I had I actually been able to get into the industry from like a professional side. Uh, we're yeah. like we're like rec- yeah. recreational outdoorsy people. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that's so cool to me that you're able. <laughs> now, now another thing I was thinking about for this podcast was like, does that do does you think that... you're more prone to like burning out or something because like your whole life is like that? Well, I mean. Yes and no, but I am really specific on making sure that what I'm doing is different from what I do, like full-time work. So an example is I teach intro to backpacking at the university That's that so I graduated cool. from. That is Professor awesome. Devin. Do you, <laughs> make, really do you cool make everybody gig, subscribe like, before you start <laughs> lecturing? Like like homework, you have to watch you have to watch your channel. <laughs> this is your homework. Watch yeah. all all of my videos. No, um, but the uh, like my boss at the university, she was like, well, we want you to teach the climbing class as well. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. Oh, do OK, so you kind of set like, like a limit there. Yeah, I'm working full time in the climbing industry and then to then bring it outside of what I'm doing for my full time work. So, I mean, I'm always doing different kinds of things like. I'm big into firearms. I'm big into fly fishing now. And so I'm doing a bunch of activities that keep it different. And I'll like focus for a period of time on one activity or I'll like make sure that you mix it up. I'm only going to do, I'm only going to do family camping trips primarily this year and less backpacking trips Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff that just, I don't know. I just love being outside. So I don't see myself getting burnt out. Can you, (laughs) Can you please do some uh, fly fishing videos? Yeah, that'd be sweet. I uh, we we've spent some time fly fishing. I wouldn't say we're past the beginner stage, though. We're oh, uh, we're like past the beginner stage. Beginner. It, we're like solid mediocre fly fishermen. <laughs> <laughs> like our dad was really into it, so we started fly fishing probably like ten years ago, but not like serious. Not like we live in Utah, serious about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't, we don't have very yeah. many good rivers. Um, a lot of good fishing all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been like spinner fishing, right, right, for as long as I've been alive, basically. Yeah. But it was just this year that I first bought a fly rod. So, but if if you're gonna be like living where you are, like you know, backpacking yeah. in the in the Uintas or something like that, you got to take advantage <laughs> of those lakes and streams. Oh do, yeah. Do you, um, so one thing, you know, we've started to try to do more is incorporate fishing into our backpacking. Is that something you're going to be doing? Yeah. I mean, I didn't really get an opportunity because I wanted to this season, 
but I didn't go on as many Uinta backpacking yeah. trips as I had planned. And I didn't, I think it was like September before I even bought the fly rod. And then I've like kind of made a decision that I'm not going to film my student trips anymore. So I did a ton of fishing on that trip right. that would have been really cool to film, but I'm like, I'm not going to film my student trips. Yeah. So um, and at that point, like by the time, well, the only other trip I did was summiting Utah's highest peak, Kings Peak with my wife, which was a blast, but we didn't do any fishing on that trip. Yeah. It was like solely for the point of going up. And then after that, I mean, you're so close to winter that the temperatures, even if there's not snow up there, it's not worth it. Yeah. Um, we jumped the gun on, on this because we always start this podcast with the same question. Yeah. How did you get into backpacking out of all your outdoor hobbies? I mean, I don't even know, like really, well, I do know where it started. Cause I, I know the first trip that I went on, I think I was seven or eight years old. Oh, wow. And went with my, with my grandpa up like just a local trail and i talked about this like in the the podcast episode oh yeah we, we we gotta we gotta we'll we'll pump your we'll we'll get to your podcast i want to get to that too but yeah, keep yeah, going. Yeah. yeah um but i want to say that that really was the first backpacking trip even though i mean we probably hiked less than four miles total but I mean, it's still back. It's pretty yeah, good for it, it, it you're back, seven. Right? <laughs> uh, but I mean, I've been I've been camping as long as I've been alive. Like yeah. my parents took me out as a young kid. So, so what is it about backpacking specifically that you like versus all the other outdoor recreating that you do? <sighs> it's mostly as of late. It's become the ability to like explore new areas yeah, and get into places that a vehicle can't get into. Right. And that's why I've become so obsessed with the desert of Utah because there are incredible canyons that yeah, yeah, <laughs> you just, yeah. I mean, Colorado kind of has the, the same thing and Arizona a little bit, but like Utah is, insane with like high desert yeah, that just yeah the canyons and the scenery that places you can explore and not see people for days is and i mean they're not established trails they're not you're just following this river drainage yeah, down a canyon that's, yeah that, cool. that's so cool it's really cool <laughs> yeah um how much would you hate it if you lived in ohio like us <laughs> come on <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's I, I, this. We're just so jealous of the accessibility you guys have out there. It's yeah. it's freaking incredible. Um, it's well, awesome. I mean, you take advantage of it too. Yeah. So I lived in New England for two years. Oh, I didn't. So I know have that. like a little bit of perspective of what I mean, the East Coast and that area is like. And I don't know. I mean, in the White Mountains. Oh, that's yeah. that's real. If those were in my backyard, yeah. I would be. Yeah, 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 yeah. To, yeah. to have that, but I mean, I don't know anything about Ohio, other than <laughs> it's like a political nightmare. Every it, um, <laughs> not as bad as Iowa, but it's, it's, sure. it's like what we say is like, hey, we're not Indiana. <laughs> We've got more outdoor stuff than Indiana, at least in Illinois. But other than that, yeah. I mean, 
it's even like New England, you've got the whites, you've got Maine, you've got Vermont, you've got yeah, you've got some pretty legit stuff. Ohio, like we got a little bit in southern Ohio, like we have one national forest, which is better than zero national forests. Um, right. and at least like where we live, it, it's only a, like an hour to get somewhere where you can actually get in, get in there. Um, but it's not like like you know I was out in in like Tahoe, we were out in Colorado, and like watching your videos out in Utah. I mean, it's like it's almost like a different world yeah. to us. Well, yeah. And it's funny for me to like sit on YouTube and watch everybody's videos because <laughs> these like, losers. I, almost, I, feel like I, have, I feel like I have every like east of the Mississippi location memorized. Yeah. It's, it, oh, if it's, I'm going to go out east, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hike in the Smokies or like Laurel Highlands yeah. or like Lake Vesuvius. Like all of these <laughs> And it's all gonna look like oh, it's it's just a green tunnel. You'll be like, why did I come sure. out here? Um, what is um, if you did have to come out east here, and I don't mean New England, like Midwest, where would you want to go? Ooh, I mean the Smokies are enticing, but and I wouldn't ever film this trip because it's overdone. But probably the Red River Gorge. Oh yeah. Mostly because, like, it w- I would be able to... I'd want to see a trip yeah, that you filmed there. Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's overdone. <laughs> but I would be able to kill, like, two birds with one stone because the Red River Gorge is, like, world-class climbing yeah. destination. So... There's a lot of... Uh, I actually didn't... Backpack. I didn't really know that. I, I'd heard of it before we went there, and then we went there, like, a month like, like a month ago, and there were climbers everywhere. Yeah. Yep everywhere a lot of people live in the van life there a lot of people live in the climbing van life there and like it was it was cool to see i mean there were like people effectively backpacking with climbing gear um which i thought that Pretty was much that yeah. was that was really cool but i had no idea it was such is it really like i mean you you live in obviously like a premier outdoor place is red river gorge like nationally known as that good of a climbing spot uh i mean it's world renowned really wow. like people travel from all over to climb at the red. Really? Wow. I had yeah. no idea. Is that now? Wh- yeah. Why? Why? This is a stupid question, but like, why? Why Red River Gorge? Why is it that premiere? I mean, I haven't been there, so I can't. Yeah. Like, really speak to it on like a personal level, but I mean, the quality of the rock is okay. Is one yeah. thing, and there's a lot of pretty long, like tall cliffs or crags as climbers would call them. Okay. And there's a lot of hard climbing in oh, there as well. Okay. okay. I didn't realize I didn't, it was like world renowned. No, I didn't either, but it makes sense seeing all those vans God, there. We got to go down there more. Not that we climb. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it, I mean, I wouldn't put it on the same level as Yosemite or, or like, uh, Chamonix in France or okay. like those kind of places. But I mean, we even have canyons here in Utah that people travel from Europe and yeah. stuff to come climb in. So, um, so speaking of now, like the West Coast area, outside of Utah, what's your favorite place to to backpack out there? That's not even really a fair question because these are deep the questions. Of backpacking trips. I know. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. That's why I had to take Utah off of the off of the choice. I mean, it would be Wyoming. Okay. Yeah. Just because that's the only other place outside of Utah that I've legitimately backpacked. 
Okay. No California yet. No. Or Pacific Northwest. Um, well, yeah, now that you say that. The yeah. two trips that I spent in Olympic this year. <laughs> oh, that's were... right. Yeah, you went to Olympic. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. I saw that. I remember seeing that. Um, God, we've never been there. Even though even though those trips were like kind of afterthought trips, because they weren't the reason that I was out there. Yeah. 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 Um, God, that's but sweet. yeah, Olympic National Park is insane it's it's incredible um what do you have if you can talk about it what do you have on the docket anything for next year yeah um that you can talk about if you would like to well i mean yeah i'm i don't ever have like secret stuff that i'm playing (laughs) we don't either i don't think i'm important enough (laughs) we don't either i'm planning all of these things (laughs) like darwin or dixie or yeah yeah yeah. um but no, I've got a big trip that I'm planning as kind of like a co-instructor okay. to do with uh, my boss at the university. We're going to do the Perea River Canyon, which is just under 50 miles through um, a, just an incredibly beautiful desert canyon. Is that in uh, Utah? What's that? Is that in Utah? It's Most of it's in Utah, but it also drops down in to arizona okay oh okay yeah so it's in the vermilion cliffs national monument uh area and like buckskin gulch is the like 12 mile long uh slot canyon that is like the world's longest slot canyon oh so is this like is this, the, is this the type of environment where you're like wading through the rivers a lot of times and like going in like that like like really thin canyons oh yeah that's awesome. Yeah, most of this is like, I mean, in places it's only twenty feet wide. Oh wow! Yeah, those those trips look awesome. Where everybody's just yeah. backpacking, and you're and you're like in waist deep water, like a good chunk of the day. Oh yeah! Wow. So <laughs> yeah. when when you're talking about these trips through the university, is this this is like students who sign up to take your class, and like mm-hmm. as a part of that class, you guys go on a trip. Is that how it works? Yeah. So it's basically my final. Oh, oh, that's sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, if you don't come on the trip, you don't pass the class. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. That's <laughs> funny. A random question. So, yeah. you get paid for this? Yeah. I do. So, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm on <laughs> staff as an adjunct instructor. Yeah. So, do you have to, like... Yeah. Do you have to do like a bunch of, like, group cooking or something? Or is it just kind of like everybody's on their own? Yeah, yeah. I said that's a good question. Well... I've so I've experimented with a lot of <laughs> things because <laughs> I think this is spring will be my sixth semester teaching. So I've done everything from like you need to cook as a group and you need to do fancy stuff oh, like okay. no mountain house meals or no yeah. like meals in a bag to like I don't care just bring food <laughs> just that don't you want to eat. <laughs> Yeah. You ever ha- have you ever been in like a a tricky or difficult situation on one of these trips where maybe something's gone a little awry or or maybe I don't want to say That's quite an question. emergency yeah. situation, but maybe something you know that tests tests your uh, your knowledge. Um, I mean, I well there. <laughs> okay, that that means there's a good story. That means there's a good story. Yeah. So you know those like baseball bat size salamis 
Yeah, like, we, so, <laughs> like a big summer sausage. We know them well. Yeah, big summer sausage. <laughs> yeah. Tell me somebody had, just wanted to eat that for two, two straight days. <laughs> <laughs> I had a student that brought two of them. <laughs> That's got to be 20 pounds or something. <laughs> on, on, a, on a weekend trip, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> And he went through one of them in less than 12 hours. That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and so we did, we were like the next day, right before bedtime, we're like, where is this kid? Oh, no, I know and where he was. Like, <laughs> he would like come back and he'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> and run back and go. Oh, the God. Like, he was digging back, a lot of cat holes. And I mean, for me. As like, so I have my like wilderness first responder certification. So I'm like immediately thinking, oh man, he is like defecating so much. Like I've got to feed that kid so much water. Yeah, he's be yeah. dehydrated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably so dehydrated yeah. from the amount of salt that's in those. Yeah. It was just, it was kind of a nightmare. Um. So that's a good, kind of answers this question. So I was going to ask you like, what, like, what is the skill level of these kids? I mean, like all over from I've never backpacked before in my life to people that have eight pound base weights. Oh, wow. So do you have gear for them to use or do they have to provide their own gear for this? Um, I mean, there's program gear, things like stove, cooking stuff, water filtration um, and backpacks. But everything that is like your personal gear as well as sleeping gear and shelter they have to supply and how many nights do you do with them two yeah just two nights like friday friday morning to sunday evening and how do they how could they fail this final do you have people fail um no because i just threaten them (laughs) (laughs) is there ways for people to earn extra credit if their base weight's like below a certain like weight or something no no i approach it like can Andy and I take it online yes, and then just yeah. go backpacking with you guys? Yeah. Can we get credit and we'll do yeah. it? Good job. Come hang out. <laughs> no, it's it's a matter of like, are you are you participating with the group? Right. Okay. So if you're on the trip, I'm not going to fail somebody. But if you're just like a deadbeat and you're yeah. not participating, yeah, 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 yeah. being part of like the group's social environment. So I like even say things like, you can bring your phone, but absolutely no music on the trail. No, oh, nice. okay. no, like we're out to be together as a group and yeah. none of this mm-hmm. like isolation stuff. Yeah. Obviously I can't control what they do inside their tents. Yeah. After like I say, okay, it's time for bed. Let's go to bed. But cause they're adults. I mean, they're college students. Yeah. Right? Everything from 18 year old teenagers to uh, like mid forties. Oh yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, that's sweet. I wish I could have taken a class like that. Why can't we do that? Because we live in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> they just the universities don't offer that kind of stuff. I, they just don't. Even Ohio State, which is one of the biggest universities in the country, they don't really offer anything like that. They have a skydiving class. I'm pretty sure that they have a backpacking class. Yeah, it's easier to skydive you know, in, in Ohio than it is to backpack, probably. Um, okay. I've lasted... 28 minutes without talking about hot tents but it's time and i just watched your last video yeah. with an even bigger that's a bigger I one know. right <laughs> that's bigger than the normal one you have I, I will say let me ask this question first because this is an honest question 
for Kevin and I to comfortably sleep in a hot tent, like what size hot tent would we need to buy? Like a, a like a four person? Because I see these two the one, person yeah. the hot one with tents. you and Corbin, the one I just watched with you and Corbin, mm-hmm. not in the new one. Was that a what? What number of people hot tent was that? Um, I think it's listed on their website as like a four person or five person. So you guys seem it, to have plenty of room is, in there. Yeah, I mean that thing is big. It was a big tent. And the the it's new like, the new one you have, what is that a sixer? Like from this last trip. Yeah, like they're really long and like like the rectangular. It looked like rectangular. You have the stove on one side. Is that a, is yeah. that a sixer or five? <clears throat> so that one's called the that one's called the Twin Peak. If you if you didn't have the stove in that, you could probably sleep seven people. Because you had what you had. Four, three or four, there were three, three, three. That's right. You and that and the other two. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, so how did you how did you get into this? <laughs> well, so I should like kind of give a disclaimer that I haven't really talked about on my channel. OK, <clears throat> oh. you don't have to. We're not live. We can cut this. No, no, we can no, cut no, stuff no, out. Yeah, you're good. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm fine to share. So I had reached out um probably over a year ago to Lux hiking gear. Okay. And was just like striking up conversation and chatting with him. And eventually throughout the conversation, it was like, well, why don't we do some like freelance work Mm -hmm. that more or less I was providing my time to produce videos so if you go onto his channel I, yeah. I've, I've watched yeah your, it's your videos I've, right I've you, seen your ads yeah. on Instagram of you setting up setting it up for them I think too yeah yeah so I'm doing I've been doing freelance work for Lux and that's how I've like more or less acquired all of this stuff because he'll send it to me to then make very specific videos for him yeah uh, that are more or less related to customer service. Uh-huh. So that's a fair trade-off, like producing videos for you know. How long ago was the that? use of products? Um, I mean, it's been over a year that I started doing stuff in like freelance work. So it, it more or less like he'll say, "This is a video that I need," and then I basically produce exactly what he needs to. So I don't really have a lot of say. Oh, in, okay, okay. Well, here's here's what I think the video should be about. It's I'm more or less been hired as a videographer, right, to produce okay. a piece of content for him, right. So, yeah. um, how awesome is it? <laughs> I see it in the videos. You guys are just so warm and you're okay. cooking on it. <laughs> Like how much better is it than than regular winter? I mean, if you but if you live in such a cool area like Utah, like you got to take advantage of winter, and this is a way to be comfortable doing. Like, it. does it make winter backpacking like not feel like winter backpacking? No. <laughs> okay. Because it's still, I mean, it's still like cold outside of the tent. It's yeah. still snowy, and like you got to have to manage everything the same way. And I think it's a little deceiving because. It's like, oh, look at this amazing wood stove inside your tent. It's like so cozy. Yeah. And when you're in there, it really is. But it's a lot of work. It's a ton of work. Yeah. I mean, to for me to set up that tent in my last video and to put the stove up, I mean. Yeah, how long does that take? The video made it look like 30 seconds. Right. 
but I mean, that was probably two hours. Oh man. Yeah. Um, but that was two hours of me also like moving the camera and like setting shots up. It's really, but that was also like processing wood. So it wasn't just like the full set. Okay. Give me, give me a feel for, Andy and I have literally never been in one. What I've seen one. What kind of weights are you looking at total for like a, like a four person setup with stove? Um, so, I mean, if we're, if we're using Lux as an example, cause there's like seek outside right. and yeah, yeah. Other, other options out there too, but, uh, Lux with their Octopeak, that would be a good two person lightweight. I want to say the the tent itself is less than 40 ounces. Okay. Which isn't which isn't bad. No, no, it's not bad. Which at would all. be like comparable to I think the Cinemaron that C yeah, yeah, yeah. makes. Yeah, okay. Same same size okay. like concept. Um but your wood stove is where the biggest cost and weight comes yeah. in. So you're at least I I wanna say it's like four pounds without the the chimney pipe. How much is the pipe? So another two pounds. And then are you? So it's about, yeah, it's like four to six pounds. So that's not bad at all. That's not bad. It's really not. No. And I mean, the ti- the titanium wood stove just like totally breaks down really compact. I mean, it just slides against the back panel of my pack. But the other thing about it, too, is I don't ever any time I've taken the hot tent out, I'm in a framed pack. Yeah, right, right. Do you make other people carry some of it? I've never seen. I've never um, seen in, those, some of in that. The in the past, I have, but for this trip, because I was meeting Corbin oh, right, right. up there later. That's right. That's right. I carried the whole loot, which was forty-six pounds. Oh. <laughs> Wait, was that was that the video where you made people guess your pack weight, or was that this this most recent one? Yeah, that that was the video. So that was that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, you're giving it. Okay, did someone guess it? Yeah, there were a couple people, and I was like, okay, a few a few more people, and I didn't really in the video establish that I was only going to send out one or two like gifts to yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, uh, I'm going to stop this now <laughs> before like people get upset with me that. Well, I guess 46 pounds. Yeah. And... Um. Do you uh do you carry a carbon monoxide detector? Yes. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah, I see that sure. I see that in everybody's. Well, I did not know that. I, I mean, that, that makes all, sense. I see that in a yeah, lot of people's you, hot tent I think stuff. If, like in the video when I'm cooking, you can see it on the ground. Have you ever had a problem with it? No. No. Do you, do you go do you go to do you do things differently to make sure there's like adequate airflow so that you won't have a problem? And do they recommend doing that? And do they do they really recommend? I've never heard that. I see it in everybody's video. But but I've never seen like I've never yeah. seen on any of the, the manufacturers' websites that they recommend taking a carbon monoxide detector. Yeah, well, on the at least for the tents that I have, the stove jack cover has like a warning label on oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. That's like the poison symbol, you know. Okay. Have so, people have that? Have people died from that? I, I don't know. I just see it in a lot of videos where people talk about it. I mean, it makes sense. But I mean, at the other side, on the other side of it, like, to, I've never used a hot tent, but I I feel like they're not like truly like a hundred percent sealed off. So you are getting some draft right. through there. That's what but, I would think. Yeah, you are for sure. But I mean, of course, 
if if that is a risk, they don't weigh all that much. You might as well be right. Safe. Oh, it's better than dying. Yeah. Um. So I want to know, like, what is the real temperature difference inside one of those? Oh man, anywhere from ten to forty degrees. Just difference. depending on how much how much you got the stove going. Yeah, okay. and and the size of the tent. Does, right. And does, and how like sealed you have right. everything because. Well, and obviously down at the ground level below the stove, it's going to be a lot colder. Yeah. But up like in the peak of the tent, we measured 70 degrees and it was 20 really? degrees outside. So it was like in you that 50 aspect, degrees. 50 degree difference. But I mean, where you're sleeping, it was probably only a 30 degree difference. Um, when you guys like when you're ready for the night, do you just load that baby up and then just go to sleep? Pretty much. Yeah. So no one's getting up and feeding and, it. Yeah, the first time that I took it out, we did that. We just like constantly fed the stove, and yeah. I was like, I didn't sleep. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. So on this one, I spent more time building a really good coal base so that it would burn longer, and then we ended up waking up because uh, Corbin wakes up really early in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, like he was having coffee at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Oh, all right. I thought you meant like six. I thought you meant like five or six. <laughs> no, it was like four a.m. and he's like, "It's in the pitch black, making coffee, making coffee." <laughs> How? But um, he gets up super early for work. So okay, okay, that makes yeah. sense. How? Uh, it, it's like, <laughs> Corbin, dude, so we like go back totally to sleep. Built the the fire in the stove. Oh, so how? Um, this is something I wanted to ask you about. How, like, is it as easy to cook on that thing as it looks? Yeah. Like, just put it, it on uh, there? The, the temperature is not as, as hot as yeah. if you're, like, right on coals or over a, over a fire. So, but, I mean, I cook pork chops on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no problem, so. So, let's, so it's your, so, like, let's pretend, well, you won't have to pretend, but it's your last day, <laughs> and you're packing up, like, how long does it take to cool down the stove to get it like prepped to like pack up and get out of there? That's a good question. Well, I've only I've only used the titanium stove, so and that probably cools that, down pretty fast. Yeah. Oh yeah, like within less than a minute. Oh after, okay. After you dump the coals out. Okay. So on this trip, I had been feeding it a lot to get some footage with a lot of smoke yeah. coming out of the out of the pipe. And then once I was done with that, I just took it over to the fire pit we were using and then dumped it out. And it was still like you could cook on the coals that were in there. Really? Yeah. It was that hot. But once it was all like cleaned out and dumped out and everything, I mean, it was. Are you just break it down and put it away? Are a hundred percent of your winter trips with a hot tent now? Mm, no. Because it's, I mean, it really depends on how much time I have. Yeah. It's like, I did a solo overnight trip with the hot tent last year. I remember that one. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think I got into camp at like 10 o'clock and I didn't go to bed till like 1 a.m. Oh, <laughs> that's a lot of work. But then like, <laughs> so we were kind of work because you got to like process wood yeah. and you have to like get everything all set up and building the stove takes a bit of time and now that the stove is not brand new it's warped a little bit okay like titanium warps yeah so it's even more difficult to get the stove together 
Have you? But, I I don't want to put you in an awkward spot here, but have you used um, hot tents for, in stoves from different manufacturers other than Lux? Um, I've not. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you do you uh, if you had to pick a hot tent that wasn't Lux, would it be the seat? Would it be a seek outside? I guess there's like there's only like three companies that make them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, there's, I mean, in the hunting industry, yeah. there's way more options. Well, I guess, well, I didn't personally use it, but I've, like, slept in an outfitter tent with a wood stove. Okay. Oh, okay. that counts. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, have, I, have, uh, I, have so, I have a good friend in Salt Lake as well. Um, I'm going to switch topics here for a second because you, dro- you, okay. dro- you dropped a word. Do you elk hunt? I was going to ask him that, too. I don't. Oh. Even though, well... <laughs> Not currently. <laughs> it's actually whitetail season, like right now for us. Is it? Yeah. yeah. So, I've gotten really, really interested in hunting in this last year. Yeah. And my my father in law is a huge hunter. Yeah. You guys got and, you have great hunting out there. Yeah. Yeah. You got mule deer, yeah. whitetail, elk, all the fun stuff. God damn it, <laughs> moose. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Um, but is that something you want to get into? Elk Eventually, hunting? probably. Okay. Have you eaten elk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. It's yeah. so oh, it's good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Um, that's like a dream for us. Like we've we've actually we've been looking at guided hunts in Colorado and Utah, guided elk hunts. Um and may, and, and what I would like to do, I'm sure this is something you want want to do, is I want to do a backpacking hunt. Yeah, I got a. Oh, that'd be rad. Yeah, my, my friend in Salt Lake. People do them. Yeah, my friend in Salt oh, yeah. Lake sets yeah. up a, a base camp. Yeah, like literally uh, hike in with a big hot tent. Yeah, obviously. Right. Um, and then set up a base camp, and then you know go glassing and do stuff from there. Yeah, he does that. Yeah. So fun, funny story about that. When I think this was three years ago now, two years ago, when I did a trip in the Uintas up to Summit Ostler Peak. <clears throat> it's a video I did like forever ago, but. We, my buddy Dane and I, <clears throat> sorry, fine. Gotta love this cold. Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I'm glad you can. Talk. I'm just glad you could talk. Yeah, you sound good. Yeah. Other than that, you know, you sound you sound good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, on Oster Peak, we were like headed up in the morning, and we're making our way up this like off trail, going up the ridge line to to get up onto the top of the peak, and we came back down, and there were a bunch of guys in camo that were like. Oh, nice. Us. Like we walked over because we had to get water and yeah. they were over by where we needed <clears throat> to get water. And they were like, were you the guys that were up on the peak? And we're like, yeah. Were you watching us? Like, yep. yeah, we're looking for goats. And we're like, on a <laughs> oh, goat they're goat okay. hunting. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, there's no goats over there. So we just watched you climb the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> they should go to a different we've, location. Um, we've actually run in. We run into people hunting all the time, all the time in Ohio. Yeah, and they're the always time. like, they're always like, did you guys see any deer? You guys see any bucks? Where, yeah. Did you guys see any deer? Where, where were they? Because <laughs> cause we're coming like out and we usually we see people coming in and we've like told them, we're like, yeah, you know, we saw a couple ones, you know, two miles in. So how like does that? that- I mean, we don't have to get like rabbit hole on this, but how does that work? Because I know there's not a lot of public land in so, so Ohio. We so were we we backpack in a few areas that offer public hunting. Yeah. So the state forests in Ohio, okay, they're and, usually fine. And and the, I think that there's some 
even in the national forest, I think there's some opportunity yeah. here and there. But yeah, we've run we've run across a, a lot of bow hunters, and uh, I remember walking down Zaleski, and there's a bunch of turkey hunters. In the yeah, spring turkey couple. hunting too is big here. And Andy and I are very spoiled in that With, when we hunt, we can hunt on private land. Yeah, because we know people. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gotcha. But there is. There is a decent amount of public land hunting in Ohio. Yeah, you just uh, there's surprisingly a lot. there's there is a lot hunting's yeah. just big in Ohio. Yeah, um, yeah. Turkey's a big. Got nothing else to do. Seriously, right. <laughs> um, you're not lying. I know, but like, right, like right. So Pennsylvania now has an elk season very limited. Kentucky has an elk season very limited. Wisconsin does now. You know, they used to be in Ohio. Um, so we're hoping like, I don't know, 50 years, maybe <laughs> every year, black bears come a little yeah, bit more we used black to have, bear. Not that we would really get into black bear hunting, but yeah. there, uh, there used to be black bear elk, everything in the Midwest and they were hunted out in the 1800s and now they're coming back and there are, there are black oh, bear. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, yeah, there used to be everything in Ohio and, and Illinois and Indiana, but market hunting in the 19th century really wiped a lot of that, but now it's coming back. But now bear are starting to come back. Um, so slowly, slowly, and they're coming in from Pennsylvania and uh, West, West Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Um, so it's and there's just I mean, I don't know what the deer's like out there, but we got whitetail everywhere. The, it's, here. it's 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 people joke. It's almost not hunting. I mean, it's, it's harvest everywhere <laughs> because there's no bears and obviously no mountain lions. Um, now we we do have coyotes. They're making a pretty solid comeback in Ohio. So that's, that's Generally, the only like white-tailed deer a, predator, a, a pack of coyotes right yeah. now generally doesn't take down a deer. They take down fawns all right, the time. Right, fawns. Sorry, you're right. Uh, I'm just saying yeah. there's no natural predators left for whitetail, so the population in Ohio is just booming. Just out of control. It's yeah. out of control. And obviously, well, I, think Ohio- I had seen like a a video of like urban like uh, bow hunting, like yeah. dude, people dude. hunting. And I don't know if it was in Ohio, but it was somewhere in the Midwest that it was like. It might have been. It might have been a, a first light video. Okay. Okay. We. Yeah, but, I, I like, ran this morning. Really cool. <laughs> I ran this morning, and I live in downtown Columbus's 16th biggest city in the in the country. And I was running in downtown Columbus, and an eight literally today, an eight pointer ran across the running path. Literally, <laughs> and and like it's interesting because you obviously you cannot regard you cannot hunt at all in a city limit. Right. So they're. They're totally accustomed to humans. They're, just, they're ever. It's like they're rubbing it in your face. I'm like, dude, it's hunting season. You know, I'm like, just get outside the city a little bit. You're toast. It was a nice buck too. Awesome. Yeah, I, it's actually terrifying when you're running, and I see him in the morning, um, and it's terrifying. Like they're big. Yeah, and they're not afraid of humans at all. No, and I've run into them all the time. I ran into a twelve point on the running path last year in the fall. Yeah. Like it's nuts. Like there's, there's so many of them. They're just getting into the city. I don't know. Um, but that's sweet. Uh, you should definitely do some back backpacking hunting. That's something we've, we've been set up a huge flirting with for a while. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's uh, would you ever, would you ever get like real crazy and get into bow hunting? Well, that's what I've like mostly been interested in. Okay. Just make it, a hundred times harder. <laughs> well, I mean, there's that aspect, but there's like the sportsmanship for sure, for sure. of learning how to shoot a bow. Right, right. And the person that really got me interested in it, if you guys ever watched uh, Crockett on YouTube. Mm-mm. I've never heard of him. He's he's a local guy in here, here in Utah that I actually met up with one time, but he had started sharing on his channel like, Hey, I'm, I bought a bow. I'm learning how to shoot. And I was just like, whoa, this process yeah. is 
really freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I mean, you still have to learn how to shoot a rifle. Yeah. Right. But it's not Both as so hard. So um, hard. Do you, uh, do you have any type of relationship with Firebox Grills at all? Do you watch their videos? <laughs> I do. We're oh, big. Oh, we're, oh really? Oh, really? so good. Oh, Shale's yeah. so good. We're yeah, big fans I, of his. I love his combination of fishing and, and backpacking. Yeah. Well, and primarily where he goes is my favorite area of the state. He's got yeah. goats now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Steve lives in a really small town. Um, it's like their whole economy is turkey farms. Oh. Really? <laughs> they butter like butterball. Oh, like, uh, like okay. Thanksgiving turkey farms. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, there's like a Norbest. That's what it is. Norbest. You heard of that company? Uh-uh. Uh, uh-uh. But they're like. Really, there's like hundreds of just massive turkey farms, and that's where he lives in this like random place. That <laughs> so all these turkey farms. I we but, we don't use like a uh, like a twig stove or you know like a wood a wood stove we have very one. often. We but use them. We we do use it every once in a while, and I will say that I hate the one that we have. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get the one. I'm gonna get one of his. The only reason we so, got the, yeah. Well, it's funny because I. I think the concept of his product is really, really cool. But so I had I actually just sold it on eBay recently, but the the nano, the uh-huh. like little the, tiny backpacking yeah, size yeah, one. Yeah. And I for the life of me could never get that thing to work. Yeah. And I tried for like a lot of times off camera because I'm like, I can't sit here and try to cook on a stove yeah. that yeah, <laughs> right. the video just constantly makes me look like an idiot. <laughs> Yeah. So I kind of gave up on that. I do want to try like his five inch. Yeah. I, I don't want, I've seen the nano as well. I, I, I I don't want the nano. I want the larger one as, as well. I, I, I'm not too big of a fan of, of wood stoves just because in the summer it's different. It's so much easier in the summer here. I I like quick and easy and I don't want soot all over the place, but I think I'm just a huge fan of his YouTube channel. So I just want to get one too. yeah. 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 His content is fantastic. Yeah. His real job. Yeah. But I mean, as far as like twig stoves that I've used, the solo stove. Yeah. That thing is. Is that impressive? Is that kind of like the Bush Buddy look? Yeah, that's like the Bush Buddy yeah, knockoff, I mean, right? <laughs> Bush Buddy will be passive aggressive. About yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's half the price. Oh my. <laughs> It's a couple paint cans, but, it, but it's it's a gasifier stove. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 right. Nice. Yeah. Um, we got a wood stove. We got the Vargo Firebox Grill, um, because we were going on a trip, and we were we were fishing, and we wanted, and there was a ban on certain. Uh, there was a ban on all stoves other than twig burning backpacking stoves, and we were fishing, and we wanted to be able to. Um, there was a ban on campfires. There's a ban on campfires, and there was a ban on. On everything that wasn't twig twig burning stoves, not well, not regulars. Anyway, we couldn't do campfires, and we were catching fish, and we wanted an easy way to cook fish. So that's how we went down like the path of of that. Yeah, but oh, I don't know if we gotcha. I don't know if we've used it since. No, I it doesn't it doesn't lo- it, it, I I I'm hesitant to call this stove. It's just a container to it, put a fire on. Well, that's what 
Yeah, I mean, you could put, you could also lo- load charcoal briquettes into it. That's what a lot of people do. It, do, it doesn't. Oh, lock. it's one of those like collapsible. Yes, types yeah, of, it's it's made by Vargo like and it's Snow Peak or yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we've been going for fifty three minutes. So I do want to talk about your podcast and how sure how yeah. um yeah when I have not listened to do, your do you have, you still have, do you have two episodes still or do you have a third one? You have the intro and then you have one, one right. Last yeah, I've only I've only had time to record the one episode. Right, I was supposed to record on Thursday, but I woke up with no voice. Okay, um, and we're was, stealing your voice now, so yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I uh, so I've got a lot of a lot of things planned, but I mean, I can go into a bit. Yeah, what what was your question? I mean, what what inspired you to? Start? I mean, I've seen you talk about it on Facebook and stuff, but like, what was the final impetus for like, all right, it's podcast time. um i mean well i guess a little bit of is it is avoiding burnout right yeah changing up so diversifying yeah but i just i absolutely love learning new things and just i'm one of those people that if i'm like oh i want to buy this product i will search every single corner of the internet to try to find as much information on that one thing as possible to like research it in and out yeah. to the point that it's like, Oh cool. I got the product. That's fun. Yeah. Where like the researching and like the process of it was yeah. more interesting than actually having that actually the product or so I'm, I just get obsessive about things and I've wanted to, now that I've been doing YouTube for so long, I've wanted to have a different format to talk about backpacking mm-hmm. because what I have found with the YouTube videos is pretty often people are like not interested in drawn out discussion type right, videos yeah. Yep. that if you remove the video aspect to it and put it in a podcast form of audio only, then it's like, Oh, this is all of a sudden interesting yeah. to listen to. Plus you can add like, a different narrative to it. You can be more like engaging in that aspect. And it's something that there are aspects of backpacking that I want to talk about. And I want to share like education pieces, things that as I've been like writing curriculum for my classes or that kind of stuff, I'm like, let's do a podcast because I can focus on something different than what I'm trying to accomplish with my YouTube channel. And I can still talk about backpacking and accomplish all of those aspects, but it's just a different format to talk about. Yeah. Backpacking, yeah, really. yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have, yeah, uh, I just, I've had the idea in my head for a long time and I find it was just like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Went yeah. about the mic and just made it happen. Basically. Yeah. Um, at some point I'm going to strip all the audio out of ours and, put them actually up on a podcasting oh rad yeah i, I will i've just i, I on, yeah um just because people a lot of people have asked us to do that and i totally get it like it's an easier way to consume it if you're you know you can you know you don't have to watch it it's easier yeah um so i've, I've been i've been studying what you've been doing and might take some notes <laughs> that's why you know i started asking you about that i'm just i'm just using youtube university yeah. <laughs> um all right i think i think we're gonna wrap this up well no 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 he said he had some big big ideas big plans for the podcast oh yeah well let's hear about those yeah before we leave. Oh, well yeah i guess i was just gonna say that like on thursday i had 
the whole plan to interview Jason Wish. Yeah. Oh, Lance beat Lance. FKT. Lance beat you to it. I know. I saw that. <laughs> and I was like, Damn it, <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, um, that's great. <laughs> you should still do it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, for sure. We saw. We ran into Jason Wish at the YouTube meetup. Oh my god! After it, dude. and I've never. He looks so frail he and dead. beat up and just like malnutrition. He looked, he looked, he looked like a dude who just done a 330 <laughs> did mile. You wa- did you watch his not yet? It's on, it's on the docket. I've seen the trailer. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't really spoil anything, but like pay attention to day one versus day five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just like the expressions in his face and just like his whole countenance and his demeanor is yeah. just like, this freaking sucks. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when I saw Jason, the first thing I told him, I was like, Jason, man, stop at McDonald's on the way home and crush some Big Macs, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, you, need, you, need, you need to put some body fat back on. Yeah. Um, he, he, he did not look well. Man, he's got some mental fortitude, yeah. though. Um, yeah. Well, um, so <laughs> I don't know how FKTs have all of a sudden, I feel like, the big thing right now on YouTube is like FKTs or like yeah. things you see discussion about as well as like the Camino, which I had never yeah, heard about yeah, before yeah. this oh. year. Now it's like Camino, Camino, Camino. Dixie's Camino. doing like, it. Oh, yeah. Everybody's doing okay. it. Like where did this come from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I've been looking at, okay, maybe there's like some FKTs in Utah. Nice. I'm like, well, freak. Yeah, I'll do an yeah. FKT. Well, the longest trail. Well, I shouldn't say this. One of the longer trails is the Highline Trail in the Uintas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 104 miles. You've probably watched like the Z-Packs. I've, yeah, wa- yeah. I've watched Z-Packs. And, and I've watched whatever. Tim Watson. I've watched your stuff. Yeah. I've watched some other. Yeah. Well, so there's like a full documentary coming out. On yeah. Trail. Yeah. I saw that. And I was like, huh, I wonder what the FKT is for the Highline Trail. I got onto the, like, FK- the fastest known time website. And I'm like, what is this it? Is what the is most it? discouraging thing ever. Because he probably ran it's it. It's less than 24 hours. Yeah, they run. They, yeah. And you see that? That's the thing. Anything okay. less than like one to 200 miles is going to be a trail runner that does it, not a backpacker. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's like, like it's a nope. whole different. So you got you got to pick a longer one. Sorry. <laughs> well, so the only real other options would be, and there's not an FKT for the Hey Duke. Okay. okay. I know what that is. And yeah. That. That would be, like the next. I don't know if I end up doing the Highline Trail, which is my that sh- that really is like my big goal for yeah. 2020. Nice. I guess I haven't made an announcement that my first through hike will be the Highline Trail. You just did. But congrats. You just did. <laughs> congrats. <laughs> um, but that's not really talking about the podcast. But you asked the question. No, no. Uh, no. We, hey. The way this works. Hey, you got a podcast now. We just talk and then we see where it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to wrap this up? We've been going for an hour. Yeah, I, uh, I, I want to respect your time. Yeah, I, oh, I, good. Um, yeah, I really appreciate you, uh, you doing this with us. No, this is sweet. Um, we've been watching your channel for a while. Yeah. Um, and you always seem like a good dude. Yeah. So I wanted to talk well, I to. you. Appreciate that. I try to be a good dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, everybody, check out Backcountry Exposure. Check out his podcast. We'll throw all the links down in the description. Yep. Please go check them out. Um. Devin, thank you so much yeah. for talking to us. I really yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk we're, more. We're going to do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's do it All again right. for sure. Sweet. Yeah.